Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Magnus Podcast, episode uh, 140. Uh, I'm lost, everyone. I'm so caught into East Society and everything. I were way up there and everything. But I got a special guest today, uh, True Brother. I met him last year a few, multiple times, and I can't wait to get back out there. But the true Tulsa King, we got King Castro. What's up, brother? How you doing? How you doing, Magnus? Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, shout out everybody listening. Big love to you and all that you're building over there, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Right on, man. That's just I, I couldn't wait. Uh, after listening to your episode with uh, with Rob on the classic Wolf, I was like, man, I, I got to get him on here. I mean, I've been on uh, the stuff with uh, the live stage stuff and uh, true indeed, the true shrine. Indeed. The um, real quick. Shout out Rob, man. Uh, big love to him, man, for having me over on his show. It was an absolute pleasure. He's he's almost like Russ. It's like they're very they're, they're almost the same guy, but they have different styles a little bit. But I swear, it felt almost like I was sitting on the Oki podcast that moment. So shout out to him, man. It was a pleasure to rock with him. All of you guys, man. I'm a, I don't know if you heard over there on the other show, man, but I'm just a big fan. So it's cool to be getting the uh, the opportunity to come and sit down with you guys. It's it's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? So shout out to y'all, man. Everything that you guys are building, your whole team, you know what I'm saying? Respect to you guys. Yeah, man. You're part of the family now, brother, man. You, since uh, I met you last year when we started doing the the Shrine shows in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I didn't, I didn't know what that was. Russ just asked, hey, man, you want to come out? Sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? Give me a reason to go to Tulsa. I've never been there. The only places I've seen is Russ's house. Uh, now that casino, the casino and uh, mm-hmm. the shrine. That's the only three places I've really been. Never re- and Waffle House, of course, but never really anywhere else. I ha- I want to go out there and spend like a few days so I can go see like more than what I than what I've seen. But um, man, it was just a blast every time I went out there, and and the few times that we all got to hang out. Shout out to your wife. Uh, awesome, Joe, beautiful young woman, and her sister. I cannot remember her name, but uh, Alex Miller. Alex Miller. I think we've had you out here for the live shows twice. Am I correct? Yeah, we did too. So we've had you out here for the with all due respect live shows when we were doing those. We've recently stopped, but man, it was an absolute pleasure to have you, Toke Signals, all of you guys. You rocked the stage, uh, you know. And then that the, the last time we had you, we got to all sit down on the stage together, man. And that was just that was a wild ride. I really enjoyed rocking with you. Maybe next time we uh, get you out here, man, we're gonna we're gonna pack the house. You know what I'm saying? I've been working on getting us into to comic cons and stuff like that for podcasting. So uh, next time I have you out here for a live show, we'll be at a con, hopefully. Cool, man. I would love that. I've never done that. I've sat in many uh, live podcast shows, uh, be it at San Diego Comic Con or WonderCon or just wherever I'm at. Um, I, I just love going to conventions. It's awesome. And if, and if you could see, if you guys are watching this at home, you see all the, the movies and stuff that I got. And if you listen to the East Society, all the craziness that the Zeus one I pick up, uh, I'm the huge horror guy on the show. I mean, I don't know if you could see my Universal Monster shirt. Nice. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's my favorite. So I'm going to give you this. If you see anything out there creature related, Hit me up and let me know. Reasonable price, man. I got two hundred would probably be the most I would go, but anything creature, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be a little uh, Pez dispenser, 
anything with the creature on it, man. Just just let me know if you see anything out there. I, I always every, everywhere I go, I always look for creature stuff. Sometimes let me ask I'm you successful. this. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with DC and things like that, the ongoings, uh, but they're about to do the Swamp Thing film, and it's going to be a horror film in uh, the DC universe, man. And I think that that's a huge leap. I, we haven't had a, a a horror DC movie ever. So to have Swamp Thing, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm super hype about that. How are you feeling? Have you heard anything about this? I have not, but I have seen the Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing TV show that they put out nice, uh, nice. a few years ago. Uh, Derek Mears, I believe, was uh, Swamp Thing. I, I like that. I was hoping that it would continue, but it just it was like a one one and done season, and that was it. I heard it was decent. I haven't got to I haven't got to watch it. And they've actually got rid of. I can't find it anywhere. I guess it was on the DC app, and that no longer exists. So, yeah, I heard it was really good though. I wonder if it's on HBO Max. I didn't really. I, I just want to pick it up on like Blu-ray because I see that it's out there. Not really sure. It sounds as if it's worth grabbing, but I I don't I don't think it's on HBO Max. I'm on that uh, almost nightly, man, binging all the DC content on there. So yeah, but it, it's not on there. But definitely excited for a horror installment though into the DC universe. I think that's going to be incredible. I, I I came across Swamp Thing. Uh, shout out to my brother Mike. He was a huge into the comic series. He was more DC than I was. I was just strictly Marvel and uh, the the monster comics that I would find. I was all about that. But then when he was like, "Well, I knew Superman, Batman, and and all the regulars," but when he was like, "Dude, here's here's a monster." It's like um, he knew he knows that I love Man Thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of the Marvel universe, and I was hyped. That they they gave us a good uh, a good version of Man Thing in that um, that little one and done I think it was Werewolf by Night I don't know if you saw that I haven't uh, seen it yet check it out dude. it's only that one little thing on uh, on Disney Plus and dude it was awesome and then they showed us a good version of Man Thing on that so I can't wait for them to do more with that uh, I want a movie or if not a TV show that would be awesome. So he was like, yeah, man, Swamp Thing's cool. It's kind of like Man Thing. I'm like, all right, cool. So I gave it a shot, and I was reading the books, and the books were really awesome. I loved the story that was going on. And then that movie came out in the 80s that Wes Craven directed. Mm-hmm. And that was – it's cheesy and everything, but I still enjoy that film. Not so much Return of the Swamp Thing. I didn't really care for that that movie. But then uh, when the TV show the, – the new TV show came out, there was an old TV show. It didn't last very long, but I was really into it. Um, I'm more more excited if they're going to do uh, a good horror version of Swamp Thing. I would love that. Now, I didn't say it was going to be good. No. We can only hope, brother. We can. I really hope they, they hit it out of the park. But we'll see. Uh, I wanted to say there's something there's something to be said uh, for the cheesiness in some of those older movies, man. It, it takes you back. Uh, it, it really... It's it's nice sometimes. I like when the movies are corny or cliche or you know what I mean. Sometimes low budget, like it, it makes a movie. You know what I mean. It's beautiful at times. So shout out to all the old films. I've recently got into uh, collecting VHS tapes as of late, man. Just trying to uh, bring back some nostalgia. I'm working on getting an old. Uh, what is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I peeped your. I peeped your. Uh, I got your this last. I, I don't know the glare. I got Valley Girl. Valley that was Girl, the last nice. VHS tape. Uh, that I bought. I have more. I know I have a bunch in, in like in boxes and everything, but yeah, I saw. I love Valley Girl, eighties, eighties cheese and everything. Uh, I saw it 
uh, when I was at a horror convention and this guy had like just boxes of VHS tapes and I was just kind of, oh, Valley Girl, give me this. It was only like five bucks. So, but I, I buy the ones that I want. The ones I'm really looking for, they are pricey, are the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. ones. They're real pricey. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just because more of the nostalgic thing, I actually just I, uh, uh, got this. Uh, Friday the 13th uh, Nintendo NES video game. Oh, that's dope. The cover art's beautiful, too, man. That's the original one. I uh, saw some guy on Instagram. He was selling it. It was only like 40 bucks. And I was like, all right, sweet, cool. I have another one back here, but this was um, uh, a re a remodel or something. My son bought it for me. He had, The actual game is in it, but uh, somebody printed up the, the box. So it's not the nice. original box, but the one that I just bought is the original box. So if you if you compare both of them and really look at, it, you can see one. The the original ones, the color is more darker. I mean, this mm. is fine and it's awesome because my son gave it to me. But uh, I'm happy that I, I have this one. So the other NES game I'm looking for right now is Jaws. I don't care if it's just nice. a cartridge. If you see that anywhere, definitely let me let me know i see these games and i'm like oh, i'll get them later and then i go but just either forget or i go back and they're gone but um i haven't uh got to unfortunately i haven't got to add very many horror films uh to my vhs collection so the way it started man is uh you know i watched a bunch of documentaries on vhs collecting and things i'm a i'm a weirdo i love docs i love docs about nerdy things um so I was like, Oh, I got to do this. This seems incredible. Went out. Uh, and I found somebody on Facebook marketplace, just giving away a box of VHS tapes. And it had a bang of classics in it, man. It had, uh, all the Godfather movies. It had, um, diehards one through three, um, aliens one through three. Uh, what else do I got down there? Fight club matrix, Batman forever. Austin Powers, Gremlins, Goonies, Grease. Uh, don't really care so much for Grease. Street Fighter. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that to me. I, it's <laughs> another like, one I haven't fan. seen, Magnus. Ah. You should have known this is going to be a repeat <laughs> episode of uh, when we did Underground Kings. I haven't seen Grease, man. Oh, I haven't seen Dirty man. Dancing either, which I own. But oh. I thought I got Silence of the Lambs, but it ended up being, a, what's it called? A Silence of the Ham. Or so I, was, I thought it was Silence <laughs> of the Lambs. And so I'm so upset. I was like, Oh, this is oh! I did get Blair Witch Project on VHS though, oh, so right I'm on. I'm pretty happy to have that. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But more to come, more to come, more VHSs in the future. It's always I think the best places to find those either like flea markets or garage mm-hmm. sales or something. Someone always got a box of stuff they're just trying to get rid of. I mean, I I scored a um, a Little Mermaid uh, VHS, wow. the, the first one with the the gold dildo. Uh, on the cover. Oh wow! <laughs> I was at a flea market and it was they had a big box of them and I was just kind of thumbing through them and I was like, oh okay. I like I picked up the guy was selling them for like I don't know like three for five bucks or whatever. I just mm-hmm. held up three like and didn't like, sh- show him what I had. I just held up three and went out five bucks. I handed him five, threw the other two back and just walked away with that little nice, mermaid nice. one. So I scored on that one. I score on things like that as well, especially with, with comic books. Um, uh, Transformers, number one, the uh, limited edition run right before the regular run of Transformers back back in the good old days in the 80s. I was at a flea market. Same thing. Guy had a tarp with just comic books all thrown on it. No bags, no boards, nothing just out there. And I was kind of just pushing things aside and I saw it. And uh, I assume he didn't know what he had. 
I picked up like a few of them. I held them up. How, how much for these for mm, three dollars? Well, here you go. Got the other ones, threw them back on the pile and walked away with that transformer. See, that's the great thing about going to like flea markets or garage. It's like a lot of those people don't care. They don't know what they have and they don't care to know. They're just like, get this out, get this out of my house. You know what I mean? So there's definitely some deals to be had. I think what I'm looking for the most right now when it comes to the VHS collecting, I got to get me a copy of Clerks on VHS. You know, that's my jam. Anything Kevin Smith. And to go back to the very first film, to have that one on VHS as it was originally released would be, that would be the biggest come up for me in my collection. After that, I'm just, I'm going to collect whatever I think is cool. But right now I'm hunting down Clerks, probably Mall Rats as well. If I can get those on VHS, I'll be a happy camper. Well, I'll keep an eye, a lookout for those. I mean, I I own them all on DVD and Blu-ray, so I never really mm-hmm. looked for. I mean, I love uh, Mall Rats is my is is my joint, man. That's my favorite one out of everything uh, Kevin Smith has done. Huge Kevin Smith fan. Uh, we got we got to talk about that. We got to talk about K Love, man. You got married by we did Kevin Smith. We did. Uh, when I saw the pictures, I was like, what? what? I, I was just kind of thumbing through Facebook and I saw it and I was like, what is this? And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. I mean, how, how did that happen? So first off, huge shout out to my wife for letting me uh, have Kevin Smith marry us versus, a you know, a traditional wedding and things like that. So I'm a big Kevin Smith nerd on a, in a creepy way, man. I, I watch all his content. I read about the guy. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I've i watched a lot of documentaries uh, about him and things, man. And, and years ago, I watched a documentary where he was at a Comic-Con. It wasn't about Kevin Smith. There was a doc about Comic-Con. It's actually on Tubi, kids. Go check it out. Tubi has so much great shit. Um, but... Anyway, I watched it, man, and I found out through that documentary he was an ordained minister. You know what I'm saying? I think I heard something about it in the podcast as well. Uh, He marries people at Hollywood Babylon, and all you usually have to do is just tweet in like, hey, Kev, will you marry me? And then he calls couples out at his live podcast shows, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, husband and wife, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But this one I found out he was going to be at Impulse Creations where we filmed the the Comic-Cons podcast, me and my brother Jules. uh, Found out he was going to be at Impulse creations man his first and only time in Tulsa thus far and I pretty confident he probably is not coming back here unfortunately but first and only time man I'm like yo baby we've been talking about getting married this is it this is the moment so we went down and got our papers and everything ready to go about a week before and you know we were gonna go in there we had a backup you know minister set up just in case Kev said no but we wanted to give it a shot man and we did we went there we waited two hours in line you know what I'm saying and I finally got to Kev and when we got to Kev I was so fucking scared because uh for those of you guys listening or watching at home like uh magnus knows that's my everything like that guy is the reason i started podcasting started reading comic books started fucking watching movies in the eye that i watch movies now like it, it's because of kevin many years ago when i first started podcasting it was because of fat man on batman and smodcast you know what i'm saying and then here we are again still today i built Everything I built, he taught me you can make something out of nothing, that man, uh, with how he did clerks and shit. So here I am standing in front of fucking Kevin. I'm like, he's he's in a rush, brother. He's in a rush. Not only is, you know what I'm saying, he, was he late to the thing? He got he got pulled over because he had some weed out in Kansas and they stopped him. Uh, but 
you know what I mean? He's, he's exhausted. And, and it, it was also a very uh, unfortunate event that had occurred. And I imagine that had to, uh, you know, take a toll on him. Uh, that was also the death of Kevin Conroy on that exact day. He was there. Unfortunately, that's uh, Batman in the animated series kids. If you don't know, uh, he's the voice you hear when you read the comics now. Um, but anyway, man, so I get to him and he's worn. You could tell he's like, he just got through like 200 people. Me and my wife are at the end of the line. I'm like, yo, Kev, or we're close to the end of the line, right? I'm like, yo, Kev, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking stutter. Kevin, will you, will you marry me and my wife? And he's like, what? What'd you say, man? I'm like, will you marry me and my wife, bro? And he's like, he, he pauses, bro. Like I said, you could tell he's exhausted. His skin's dark red. The dude is tired, needs to go home. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you know what? Yeah, man, I. Uh, it's going to be the quickest fucking wham, bam, thank you, ma'am wedding I've ever done, but I'll do it for you. And then his manager jumps in, man. This guy fucking, I think his name was Matt or some shit. He jumps in and he's like, nah, fuck that shit, man. Fuck that wedding, bro. We got to go see Black Panther 2. It's out right now. Like, we're not doing no wedding, Kevin. Remember, we're on a schedule. And I'm like, this fucking dick head right here. I get it. You want to go see Black Panther, but like, fuck you, bro. I'm trying to get married with my wife right now by Kevin fucking Smith. He's like, nah, man, we'll, we'll make it to Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's fucking do it. He's like, if you guys stay to the very end, man, get there, get your ass back in line. You know what I'm saying? I'll do the fucking marriage. So we hop back in line after we get all our stuff signed. I got uh, two issues of the widening gyre signed and uh, he had he was there for uh, the masquerade, a new comic book he did. So we got that signed and a poster I have and then you know we get back in line man we wait we wait till the very fucking end you know what I'm saying almost everybody phases out we finally make it back to Kev fucking wedding time we're sitting there uh, all the nerds probably about 20 people you know what I mean none of our friends right that's what made it so beautiful not only is Kevin Smith there not only are we in a comic book shop again my wife lets me you know make love to her and she let me do that I'm a lucky <laughs> man you know I'm fucking blessed dude so you know what I mean the nerds gathered. They were there to watch. They pulled out their phones, fucking filming us. Didn't know us for shit, but like, whatever, man. Cuck on our wedding. I love it. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, we're there. And Kevin does the fucking ceremony. It's beautiful. I'm looking at my wife in her eyes. I'm fucking Kevin's holding my hand and her hand. I don't know who I got more of a chub for, my wife or Kevin. Like, I'm just <laughs> fangirling the whole time. He uh he has this quote, Green Lantern's uh, phrase, uh, brightest day, darkest night, or whatever it is. Uh, he quotes. George Carlin in the middle of the wedding and uh he's like and then we finally get to the to it you know and he's like and now for the most metal part till death do you part or whatever the fuck I was like dude this is the coolest we fucking kiss we get married I'm happy as hell I got the best woman in the world and I got to meet Kevin Smith for the first time and then a month later we went and met Jason Muse over there at Bricktown Comedy where my wife does some shows so that was even cooler you know what I mean so that's that's how that all came together man being a a creepy fan, you know, study who you love guys. You never know where it'll get you. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, that's yeah. awesome. It was either yes or no, even, even either way. Exactly. You, you got to meet your idol, got things signed. Exactly. Uh, he's always really cool. Yeah. He's always on the move. Cause especially during uh comic-con season during San Diego, he's here, he's there, he's there, he's on hall H he's over and he'll be, he'll pop up in a small room to help out promote uh, one of his, his friends, movie whatever that's the kind of cool guy he was then he'll go do multiple signings in the exhibit hall then he'll go off-site do signing somewhere i'll have a some kind of party or whatever and he's just constantly See, on the go i could only hope to get 
where he is and do the things he does, but in my own way, right? Like I, I, Kevin Smith's my biggest role model, but I want to be my best me. I want to be my version of, you know, the geeky talk about comics guy. I don't want to be Kevin, but I got so much respect for him and all that he's, he's done, man. That guy really paved the way for geeks and talkers like me. It's what we do. We fucking talk about nerdy shit, man. And it's because of him that it's, he's one big reason that it's super cool these days. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Kevin, man. He's a, he's, he's an amazing individual sweetheart, man. And, you know, hopefully, uh, before it's all said and done, you know, the big dream is to get the podcast with the guy, you know what I mean? One time, one time, you know what I'm saying? Well, I can say that I have <laughs> not like you, not one-on-one. It was, uh, it was at New York comic-con a few years back. That's uh, he, he records all his, his panels. They were there for, uh, it was when comic book men was on TV. So, mm-hmm. and he was, uh, he was like the narrator facilita- facilitating the whole thing. Um, cause it's, it's his show. It's Kevin Smith's comic book, man. Had all of them, Walt, Brian, Ming, Mike, and all the gang on stage. The legends. Yeah. So he was there. Uh, I've been to, uh, Jay and Bob's, uh, secret stash in, uh, Red Bank, New Jersey. Nice. Um, they moved it. It's still in Red Bank, but I think they moved it like maybe a block mm-hmm. or so down the street. Uh, it's basically, if you haven't been there, it's basically the Kevin Smith Museum. It's just a lot of movie props in there. His books, of course, and all all his the stuff that he sells. So we were there, and they were, all right, anyone got questions? Uh, Walt and Brian kind of knew me because I, I met them at the stash, and I uh, got to talk to them. So I just wanted to go up there and tell Kevin, say, hey, man, thank you for the show. Thank you for everything you've done. And I want big want to thank you for your your buddies here, because uh, I went when I went to uh, Jay and Silent Bob's uh, Secret Stash for the very first time. It was when they were filming Comic Book Men. Cause it looks like they were setting up for something. Really, uh, Walt was in there, and uh, I kind of walked up to him and said, "Hey, um, I just want to say thank you for uh, your podcast. Tell him Steve Dave." And he kind of looked mm-hmm. at me like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I don't know how many people go up to him. He He's kind of like one of those standoffish guys, but he, he's cooler now. But I just said, hey, man, I went through a real tragic event in my life and didn't think I would ever laugh or smile again. But you're listening to your show on my drives to work. Just help me get through uh, a tough time. And he was like, oh, man, really? Thank you. And that's really uh, cool for you to say. I'm, I'm glad that we can make you laugh and, and help you. And I said, thank you so much. Because you want to meet everyone else? I was like, yeah. So I met uh, Brian Johnson and I met uh, Ming, uh, um, uh, Brian Quinn from Impractical yeah. Jokers. He mm-hmm. was there. We kind, of, we kind of went down the street into their little basement where they record their show. And I just, it was, I just couldn't believe I got to meet him. And with that meeting, I got to know Brian Quinn a little more because, I mean, we're I'm like on the friendship level. Um, I've gone to a few Impractical um, Joker shows. He goes, hey, man, just give me a call or email, and I'll put you on the list. I'm like, oh, cool. So I haven't gone to one for a while since all the craziness in the world has been going on. But meeting them was really cool. And when I was talking to Kevin on the, on the mic and they were like to record the whole thing, I didn't know it was going to be on one of his billion shows that he does because right, he, right. he does so many of them. But it, it was on one. And uh, it was a live thing. So they recorded the whole thing. So I was listening to it. Yeah, live at New York Comic Con. I was like, oh, shit. And fucking my voice came out. Uh, I don't remember. That's so what, incredible, dude. That's so fucking remember. awesome. 
I don't remember what episode it was. Uh, I took the clip and put it on one of my shows just with me talking uh, to Kevin. So that, that was really cool. So in a way, I guess that was kind of that I did get to be on his show. That counts. In, in that a way. totally counts. Yeah, that totally so. counts. You've done it. You've <laughs> got that on your checklist. That's amazing. Uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was super excited, though, man. He's an awesome, awesome guy. If any of you guys listen to this ever get a chance to meet him, do it. No matter how long that line is, do it. It's well worth it. I feel like that's for the whole team, though, too, right? You talked about you got to meet Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, Brian Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all of those guys are fucking just dope-ass people. I hear uh, you, you mentioned Walt's a little standoffish or whatever, man. I've heard Kevin talk, tell stories. He he He's who the character Randall in Clerks was based off of, him and Brian Johnson. And then Dante was supposed to be Kevin the soft, you know, kind of pushover character. Uh, so I hear they're dicks in a good way, you know? what i'm saying they'll talk some shit to you but you know what i mean like i i definitely think man to meet any of those guys i that's awesome that you got to meet a magnus that's that's crazy that's that's dope brother and my son and i we got to be on comic book men that's and insane that day we were there like i said they were setting up and and, and talking to wall and all those guys wall goes hey what are you guys doing tonight and we're like going back up to manhattan i said that's where we're staying he's like uh you want to stick around and be on comic book men? We're like, all right. Fuck so, yeah. What episode is this? Do you remember? Uh, it was called stand up men. I don't remember. Okay. The Me and the wife are going to go back and do some searching. My wife's a big fan of yours, man. She loves the fuck out of you. And you know what I mean? As do I. And I'm also a huge, as you know, fan of fucking comic book, man, it's comic book men, man. So we're going to go back. I'm going to try to find that probably tonight. Okay. While we're, uh, it was season. I have it on my phone. It's season it four. Down. Season four, episode three. Stand up guys. Season four, episode three. Stand up guys. Got it. Writ written down. Now, if I'm not incorrect, I, I think they're still streaming that on Tubi uh, TV right now. I know it was on Amazon for a minute, and it was on Netflix, but I don't. I know that they took it off of Netflix, unfortunately, but I, I think I found it recently again on Tubi. Uh, I may be incorrect on that, kids. Don't quote me on it. I spend a lot of time on Tubi, man. I feel like you can find so many gems there. Have you have you got to to journey down the Tubi rabbit hole yet? I go on there when when we need to. Oh, for those of you, uh, if you have uh, AMC Plus, it's uh. All seasons are on there for comic book men. But mm. Tubi, uh, I was listening to this one show. They do Tubi Tuesdays, and it just goes find the random films. And mm-hmm. uh, cool. I was like, okay. I said, I got every other streaming service. Might as well. What's, what's wrong with one more? I didn't realize it was free. Um, exactly. I don't, mind, I don't mind the commercials. That that doesn't that doesn't bother me. If it's something I really really want to watch and I can't find anywhere else but there. I don't mind it. I mean, I think the last thing I watched on that was it was it was a stupid movie. We were doing our um, uh, 12 Days of Christmas films, and it was Amityville Christmas Vacation. Wow. Oh, my that's, God. That movie hilarious. was terrible. <laughs> I mean, shout that's out to I'm the guys saying. that made the movies and, and everything. I've never made a movie or anything, so I'm just me just talking shit. But watching it on there. And then I start to, all right, what else do they got on here? I start going through the action movies. I start going through all the horror movies. And I'm like, shit. And then I just find all these little gems that either I never heard of or I can't find anywhere else. So 
They're, exactly the movies, my point, man. They're all they there. Got, they're uncut. Right. They they have some shit on there that's like trash, but like they also got like just these hidden little movies, man, that you know ne- you never know would be there, and it's there, and I'm so happy when I find them. They also got some really cool documentaries on there as well. I watched one a while back about a guy who, uh, you know, he was was setting up a benefit for I think it was kids with cancer and things like that. And uh, what he wanted to do to raise money, man, is he went around to all these different toy stores all around the the world or whatever. I think it was U.S. and Canada, really, but you know what I mean. He would just collect like high price, you know, what I'm saying pieces like the uh, Castle Grayskull, you know, and some GI. Joe, like just a bunch of cool stuff anyway and then he auctioned them, auctioned them off so he could donate to the cause or whatever but it was a really cool doc man you know what I mean shout out to that guy don't remember his name don't remember the name of the movie or the doc but check that out when you guys get a chance it's on there man just type in action figures yeah because you can find all those things or that other one freebie pretty much the same thing as 2v it's mm-hmm. more that's where stuff. I watched uh the the first planet of the apes a while back after i did a podcast with you on underground kings man i brought up to you that that i i fucking love planet of the apes bro with a passion the that is my trilogy uh you know what i'm saying the 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 newer ones with james franco and then fucking woody hair like those are it bro there's that's the movies for me but i went back and watched all the old ones and i love those too shout out to freebie they had those but magnus suggested that I, i i check uh check those out so you know i'm saying i I love those films they're 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 not as good as the new ones but they're cool to watch watch the four original ones yes yes um listening to um classic wolf uh the the show you were on when you guys were talking about planet of the apes i was like man i have a youtube premium or whatever it's called and they're on Mm -hmm. there so yesterday i watched uh, the original Planet of the Apes, and then I, I'm like halfway through uh, the second one, Beneath the Planet. Mm-hmm. I've seen these movies a billion times. Uh, if you don't have those on VHS, get them. <laughs> so, of course, like I would love to add those to my collection, man. Um, just really quick, I, I know I keep getting us off topic. You know, I've been waiting to fucking rabbit hole with you about movies and nerdy shit for a long time, man. So this is this is my moment, but let me have this. Uh, the first movie I thought was really good. Uh, obviously, like me being younger and things and us having like, you know, our technology is different and things like that when it comes to like making of the films and stuff like you have to put yourself in the mindset of like what that movie was when it came out. And I felt like it, it would be revolutionary. Like, you know, there, there had been nothing like that before you know what i'm saying and i i felt it was done very well i feel like uh taylor is a bit uh you know what i'm saying a bit not necessarily sexist but a bit aggressively sexual towards the old girl but it, it was a good movie man it was cool number two was a little weird i didn't like number two as much uh, i think number three is when they go to go to hollywood and that was weird as hell. but i still enjoyed it right man it's still cool as hell to see the makeup the costumes the world that they've built around it and then uh the one after that man whenever you finally get caesar like come on come on you know what i'm saying like, i just i enjoy the movies man they're they're good they're they're worth watching to me yeah, Conquest for the Planet of the Apes was the the fourth film. That is, I mean, I love all five of them, but that one is is my favorite. Yeah, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, it got weird and everything. 
It did. It did. I mean, I when I watch these films, I know what happens. I mean, I could be cleaning the house or whatever and have it on in the background, but I know what's going on. But the thing that I watch now, especially when I was watching them yesterday, was uh, I know I'm just looking all in the background. You can really see, like, especially when uh, they have the big crowd shots of the apes, you can clearly see the ones here. Just throw this mask on. And the mm-hmm. ones that are more up 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 front, you can see that they really spent time to make their makeup and everything look good. Other ones like they just put on the mask, can't stand over here. And especially Man. with with these these new TVs and everything's in 4K and HD and all that, you can really see how bad they look now. But it, it doesn't take me out of it. But I I love those ones. Those are a special place in my heart for when I was a kid, when I was first introduced to them. But I love them. I need to go back and watch the the, the last three, the ones that you love. Oh, oh they're so stum- good, man. I stomached through um, Tim Burton's one again. It was after yeah. we, all t- we talked about it. I got home. You notice and- I didn't bring that one up at all. <laughs> I didn't bring that up. It's, I ha- watch it, kids. If you're a fan, like go watch it. But it's it's just not the best, man. It's no, not I, the best. I hadn't seen it in a while, and I just knew how much I hated it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me just let me just get. This. I actually have uh, General Thade. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite figures. It's down here on the floor. I know you guys can't really see it, but it's down here on the floor. It's got him on a horse and it's just sculpted so well. I just hate that. I hate that movie so much because his figure is so cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, mean, I liked the special effects and I, on how they looked. I thought that was all cool. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a stupid movie. <laughs> Nothing against Marky Mark or anybody that, that uh, acted in it, and I mean, special effects were cool. It was all pretty much practical. Of course, there was some CGI, but it was just not uh, a good story. I mean, I'm kind of glad that he didn't. He just left it, left us on a cliffhanger, right. and didn't didn't continue or make a second one. I know people. I mean, people that just love and and die for uh, Tim Burton want a second one. I I'll watch it, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'll gladly it. consume any content right it doesn't mean i'm gonna like it though you know what i'm saying uh dude if 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 you've seen the new three though right you've seen them okay back here somewhere i have them all if you get time man go take a look at the uh you know what i mean just kind of what went into making those though like the movements of the apes because you know they all got the ball cap suits on now not boys out there you know what i'm talking mocap suits and like just the movements of the apes and all of this, Andy Circus and you know the whole team really just put in so much work, bro. It's it's amazing. I what I would give to be casted as an ape. It would be great. The the one the last one, the War for the Planet Apes. There was mm-hmm. no war at all in the whole movie. But what I what I did um, <laughs> when we saw when we saw it when it came out, we were kind of close to the screen. We just got there a little too late, um, but. I was really noticing on how the the CGI effects of um, the orangutans, I can't remember the name of the character, on how detailed the mm-hmm. hair was on their face and, and, and their bodies. And then I was noticing everything else on Caesar and the other gorillas and everything. And I'm like, how? I mean, each little hair you can see move. I'm it's like, amazing. How, much, how much time did that take to You're make it look that amazing i can give it i like i love that that one that was like the worst one out of the three the uh, dawn of the planet of the apes is my favorite one 
Number two, the best yeah. one. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's 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 a perfect movie. The other yeah. two, they're cool, you know. But you know, number two is the best. I mean, in the, in the first one, uh, what was it? Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, I liked the whole uh, the ending when they were on the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. I loved I loved right. all that. I thought that was awesome. But the second one, when they were in San Francisco uh, after some apocalypse war or whatever, and Oh, and how the up. humans were surviving and how the, the gorillas were out in the, in the redwoods, I assume. But I loved that one. That one was really cool. I loved what was going on in it. There was a lot of action and everything. But when War for the Planet of the Apes came out, I thought it was going to be more war. There was a little war with the humans and the apes and everything, but there wasn't enough for me to right. So where I left the theater like charged. I left the theater like, eh, well, that one was all right. But because Dawn, when I left the theater, I was, oh, man, that was hella good. We went back like the next day and saw it again. <laughs> I want to plug up the scene in number two where Caesar rolls up to uh, I call him Commissioner Gordon because it's the same guy that played Commissioner Gordon in the Batman films. Uh, he rolls up to where the people are, you know, their little area or whatever. And he's I did not stop this war and he talks a full sentence bro i freaked out man these movies get me so hyped to the point after the films i'm in i'm in the bedroom with my wife I'm <laughs> making ape noises and she tells me calm down i just can't it's such an exciting movie bro i love it i love planet of the apes they're making a fourth one magnez 2024 it's on the way uh new director i think unfortunately but that's okay i'm a big fan of matt reeves he did really good with the planet of the apes he did really good with the batman I, I like what they're doing with these. I mean, starting in, in this ape universe, I like how mm-hmm. where they're starting, how it all began. I want to know: are, will they just continue with that storyline, or are they going to do a flash forward and go into thousands of years later? Because in the original series, that was I think the year was thirty nine something. I can't remember. And so it was, it was after a nuclear war and everything. Mm-hmm. And so they were, go ahead. Oh, no, my bad, brother. You got it. No, um, they my were in, in, in that one. They were the, the apes only knew the apes. The apes, apes are smart. Humans are dumb. Mm-hmm. They didn't know any of the human history on where they came from. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Zayas, one, one of the orangutans, he knew. Of just because of what his grandparents and their grandparents and all that told them that he knew man was evil and he knew uh, what was there. That's why they had the forbidden zone and the lawgiver, basically Caesar, told him that, look, don't go over here. Mm-hmm. This is a forbidden zone that's against the law. Don't ever go there because I don't think Caesar wanted them to know that that ever existed so we eventually have find out later in those old films and then then it goes back in time and everything and then we right. see the, the rise of, of the of the planet of the apes i think alpha was really cool but so i don't know how long the gap is right but if you notice on the new three movies there are time jumps you know what I'm saying? There are gaps in between. So I, I'm hoping for the fourth movie, and I'm just theorizing. You know what I mean? My wife talk about this all the time when she lets me. Uh, I'm hoping they jump ahead again a little bit. I mean, Caesar just died on uh, – spoiler alert, kids, if you haven't watched the movie uh, – War for the Planet of the Apes. He just died. So now it's it's time for a new king. They need a new – you know, somebody to rise up and lead, obviously. Uh I'm I'm pretty confident, man. There's gonna be 
this one's called Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Magnus. I feel like now we're going to start really getting into, um, and you'll be able to quote me on this when it comes time. We'll re, we'll talk about it again, but you know, the, the, the civilization, the building of, you know, what was in the older movies, but maybe a little bit before, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what I, I feel like they're aiming towards working their way back to what those movies were, but like now with modern stuff, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, I I think that's cool. I mean, I don't know if it could be uh, a relative of Caesar's or anything, but um, I, I guess it would have to be some kind of time jump, or maybe I don't know. Did, did I can't remember? Did he have kids in the last film? So Caesar did have kids. I think one of them were murdered by Woody Harrelson. Uh, remember, he came and killed his 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 son and his wife. His son's son, or his son had a son, though. That's who I think it'll go uh, be passed down to. Because Caesar and his uh, Caesar, his kid and his wife were all murdered. His kid and wife in the beginning, Woody Harrelson pulled up on the camp, shot everybody up. Uh, and then later, obviously, at the end, Koba, you know, shout out to Koba. He's one of the best villains to ever exist, you know, you know, got, got the shots in on uh, Caesar. Caesar beat up Koba, but... Also, we didn't see Koba die, right? He fell from a giant scaffolding all the way to the ground. But, like, you know, sometimes in movies, you know, that doesn't kill people. So, like, maybe we'll get another Koba. Probably not, but I was a huge Koba fan. But anyway, Caesar's son had a son. And I think that's potentially where we'll go with it. Um, But I don't know. You know, we'll see. I can only dream until 2024, and then I will be happy. (laughs) I'm with it. I think it's going to be incredible, man. I, as I said, I'm just such a, I'm a big sucker for all things Planet of the Apes, man. It's such a wonderful, unique perspective. And I also feel like it teaches, it, it just shows a lot of what, you know, a lot of our issues, which we are, we're already fucking aware. You know, we suck a lot sometimes as human beings, but you know what I'm saying? I just, I feel like it shows that man. It displays like, especially in the older movies, it, it shows the differences and of, of the apes and the humans. And then also the similarities. I don't know why everybody's British, uh, in the old ape movies, but it's cool. Whatever. We're just going to let that go. I, I don't know why they all speak proper English and all of that was horrible. <laughs> horrible. They do. They, that was weird, but you know what I mean? Anyway, um, you know. Do you think, out of, out of this new series uh, of films, do you think that could spawn into a TV show? So... As you know, like they made a TV show back in the day and I completely missed it, Magnez. I did not get the opportunity and I can't find them anywhere. Uh, I am on the hunt. If we got a TV show out of this, man, I would be so hype. Um, But I feel like it comes down to who's watching, how many people are watching these movies. Like I'm a huge fan. My wife had never even heard of Planet of the Apes before me, man. So it's like I'm sure there's an audience out there for this, right? Like us we're a niche audience so i don't know how many people are tuning in nowadays unfortunately everything in the entertainment business is about numbers man you know what i'm saying and if they don't have the numbers i i don't know if we'd get a tv show i think it'd be great to get a tv show i would love that um especially to fill in some gaps yeah i see see that's what i loved about the old tv series it was in i think it was 60s 70s i can't remember it wasn't the greatest but mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. I, I don't remember how long it actually went. But it was the further adventures of Caesar. 
Um, and it was it was back when the humans and everything and the apes were living together. It's like years and years before the original the original film. So it, it kind of just tied in because they were just because like like they said in the in the original film they were saying that uh, the humans were stupid and the apes were the smart ones. So they they knew that they were working together and they knew that humans could talk and everything. I wanted I wanted to know. Uh, eventually how the humans turned back into basically cavemen. They, they couldn't how they regressed or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want to know how that happened, but I never really got into, into that uh, with, with the TV series. But so with that, you in, in the newer movies, uh, war of the planet of the apes. I love how that's what this podcast has become, dude. It's freaking great. Uh, <laughs> In the newer one, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, you saw that it, the, the disease is what's kind of regressing their minds. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, at the very end, uh, I almost said Will Ferrell. Woody Harrelson, two completely different guys. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's he's talking ape now. Like, he's not smart. So maybe that is, you know, kind of what caused it is is the, the uh, the not, is it the virus? It's a virus, right? Yeah. The virus is what what did that. I don't. I really think what we're working on here, man, is a lead up to the old movies, and so to fill in that answer, I, I really feel like it w- had to have been the virus. If if what I'm saying is accurate, you know what I'm saying. It w- it would make more sense how in in these new films. Uh, welcome mm-hmm. to the Planet of the Apes podcast, everyone. Um, it was. Yes, <laughs> I think it w- it would help with those with those <laughs> these new movies on everything on how. Uh, eventually they get and everything. Cause I, I don't know. We don't know how long these, this series is going to go on. If it goes right. on and on and on past us, cool. Like star Wars and all that, that's going to go on past us and everything. So, but I, I, I like what's happening in these new films. I really need to sit down and watch them again. Um, Please I do. Think, I think Please I just do. bought them and just put them on the shelf. That's it. Cause I saw all three of them in the theater and everything. I think no Dawn, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I remember watching that when I bought it, but, I really need to sit down and watch those movies again because if they're making a fourth one, which I did not know, so it was news to me. Thank you. Um, so yes, I can sir. be more prepared and ready for for what's going to happen. All, I just please be better than this last film. I mean, I know out of all these franchise films and everything, there's always one or two that ain't the greatest. I mean, right. but there's but there's a majority of them to make me keep going back. Uh, I, I mean, I'm in it. Like I've been with the Planet of the Apes since the '70s, since I was a little kid, and then now that we're getting these new ones for the newer generation, which is awesome. My son hasn't seen any of them, so I told him, "Well, if there's a new one coming out, I said, you know what? Let's let's watch these three, so you can be hip to what's going on in this story, because it doesn't have really have anything to do with the original stuff." But I'm man, I'm I'm I am too. I'm hoping, you know. I, what I think is going to happen, man, and then I promise we'll leave this alone. Um, <laughs> but what I'm thinking is going to happen, man, is it, you know, maybe it's going to be one of those uh, type deals with films where, like, they just continue to remake it. So, like, maybe we'll get four or five movies from Planet of the Apes. It'd be cool if they could, you know, continue, but, like, they'll probably stop for a few years and then revamp. Now an, a new story. You know, this is what happened. You know, they do that all the time in films, unfortunately. But... We'll see. Well, we'll Speaking see. of revamping, they're revamping the whole DC they are. universe now with this yes, new Flash are. movie with the mm-hmm. their, their multiverse or whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I out of the DC films, I just just make a. I haven't seen the new Shazam yet, but everyone's tearing it apart, saying how bad it is. 
I just went and watched uh, the first half. I had to leave early due to a family emergency. I'm supposed to go back and see it. I'm doing a review of it over on the Fan Film Club. I think Saturday, man. It, it, it's it's. I will say like the story's not everything, but there's like enough fun moments, which I would ex- which it's what I expect from a Shazam movie, man. It's not gonna just grab you, but there's enough fun moments in it to be like, oh, this was cool. It's a fun watch. Because I wasn't expecting much in the first film. And I left the theater like, man, that was pretty good. I liked what was happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with Black Adam. Everyone hated that. They were calling it Whack Adam. Uh, Mm -hmm. I knew the character and everything. He was more of a bad guy, if anything, in the the Shazam universe. But, uh, of course, it's The Rock. You got to make him, I guess, the the hero of of the show. The movie, we went and saw it. For what it was, another comic book movie of a hero that I knew since I was a kid, and I love The Rock, so that was that was a bonus. I was fine with what what happened in the movie. It got me super hyped when Superman showed up at the end. Spoiler alert! Should have seen it by now. Right. And now we're not getting right. that. And this Flash is going to tease me some more with uh, Ben Affleck as Batman and everything. And now we're getting uh, uh, Michael. Which King I'm a big back. fan of. I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck, Batman. So am I. Uh, I thought he did good. Uh, Here's my view on like the reset of the universe, though, right, man? It's like I was I enjoyed the Snyderverse. So many people hated the Snyderverse. They hated Batman versus Superman and all these films. I was just happy to have Batman and Superman and then the Justice League on a screen. I didn't care. They could have threw anything at me and I'd have threw my wallet. But here's the deal with a revamp of the films man uh not only also are they doing the james gunn universe now that's what they're creating but they're going to um you know create the else worlds universe which is just going to be a bunch of one-off movies man uh and Q robert pattinson batman they're going to continue with that storyline and that's now considered dc else worlds uh and i feel like that storyline's been great they have some others in in the making um but with the james gunn universe man and them recasting everybody uh i'm a, I'm a firm supporter of the arts man i feel like if they're going to recast recast new people like Actors we haven't seen, actors that haven't had the shot. I would love to see new actors be made throughout these stories. You know what I'm saying? And maybe they'll get them right. Maybe they'll get the stories right for once. You know, like I said, I was a fan of the Snyderverse, but I feel like it, it's a it's a chance at something new. It's a new opportunity to bring it all together. I just I have to be a gl- the glass half full guy because the entire world is the gl- like pouring the shit out. They hate it. You know what I mean? So we'll see, man. We'll see. I've said this on our shows before, dealing with the DC films, just make a good film. Don't Mm. don't try to catch up to Marvel. You can't. It's too late. They're like they lapped you a billion times over. Just make a good film. I mean, with the Batman, I loved it. I know a lot of people hated it. It was great. Thought it was awesome. Robert Pattinson, right? Yeah. Joker. Mm -hmm. When that came out, I love that film. Did we do we need a second one? In my opinion, no. I thought it was a one and done, and it was awesome. It was amazing. Won his Academy Award for it. Cool. Um, I'm going to see the new one, of course. Uh, I don't know what universe that's in. Is it? So that's that's an Elseworlds film, right? I love that you're literally – because this is what I see happening, Magnez, is the Elseworld movies are going to be good because their concentration, their focus is exactly what you said. Let's just make a good fucking movie, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? James Gunn's universe is 
we got to do what Marvel's doing and expand the universe and everything. All these dots must connect. You guys have failed at that time and time and time again. Let's just go back to what we did in the beginning, back when we had Batman. Batman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. anyway, you've got a huge point. Uh, I don't see any reason for a Joker 2, but I'm definitely going to watch it as well. My beef, the only reason I don't see need for it is because if you're not going to include Batman in the Joker story, I'm, I, I don't really care anymore. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, you know. I mean, to Lady me, Gaga I, is going to be. Go ahead. I said it when that first film first came out. I was like, this, the Joker, the Joker is what I'm talking about. I said this isn't the 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 comic book Joker we know. It was mm-hmm. just a one and done dramatic film. It's a yeah. story about mental health issues. Yeah, you know? and then we see what happens, and then he is he going to turn into the the Prince of Crime or whatever? I don't know. I assume he's going to be because at the end of that film, he had his whole gang and everybody ready right. to, uh, to live and die for right. him, which I mm-hmm. thought was amazing. That was a perfect shot at the end when he's standing there on the car and everybody yep. was all all over him and everything so i mean the, the quick little videos we've seen now him running down the streets of uh la or new york wherever the hell they are mm-hmm. i mean I'm, I'm i'm cool i'm in it and then yeah lady gaga's harley quinn cool i'm all for yes, it. i sir. love lady gaga please give us a song for the soundtrack um i don't know like because is, is will batman ever come into this because if it if if he does or a Bruce Wayne or whoever, it can't be Robert Pattinson because we already got a Joker in that one. Like that guy that was Do in we? the, he was the Joker. He was at the end of that one. Remember when they the were very, in, uh, very end. Yeah. I remember he comes and visits. Yeah, yeah. When you were right. at uh, Arkham, it's that one kid from uh, the Eternals. I, I can't remember his name. That that was Joker. So okay, well he's he's a cool actor. I liked him and the things right. he's popped up in, and that's going to be that Joker in that universe. So. I don't I don't know if this Joker film is Joker two whatever they're calling it if it's just going to be more of him and then he's going to start getting into crime and everything cool I'll watch it just make it good just make just make it a good film it was done so well with number one do you know what I mean uh, yeah. wasn't Mar- Martin Scorsese right that directed I mean, that am I no it was uh, the guy that directed The Hangover um really. Yeah, he's the one that did uh, the first Joker film. Didn't Martin Scorsese just do some superhero shit? He did. No, Matt Reeves did the Batman. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't know where I got Martin (laughs) Scorsese. The Joker, either way, Joker 1 was phenomenal. Uh, If they stick to their guns and do what, not James Gunn, uh, and I'm a supporter, support your gun. I, I rock with James Gunn, man. He's all right. I think... I got faith in the guy, but if they stick to what they did in the first one, man, and just really tell a good impactful story, because that's what it was in number. It was an impactful, touching heart moving story. It addressed, you know, things that aren't addressed normally mental health. They, they, they really just showed that, you know what I mean? And it was, it was a tough, amazing watch. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. We'll yeah. See. I mean, Joker. just see just give me a, a good movie. Let me leave the theater like that was awesome. Because when I left after that first film, I went and saw it in glorious IMAX. It was me and like two other guys in there in that whole giant theater. I left the theater like, man, that was awesome. I mean, I, I just loved that movie. It made my best of that year. But with this new Flash film, I know Ezra Miller is all crazy and with his stuff. But I assume this is supposed to 
bring in maybe a new Flash to go forward in in this DC multiverse or whatever the hell they're calling it. So, but uh, I mean, I'm hyped. I mean, I'm mainly I'm more hyped. I know everybody is hyped. Everyone that's a little younger than me that are hyped for Val Kilmer or not Val Kilmer. He's he was also Michael Batman. Keaton. Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I know everyone's like, oh my god, it's gonna be in the grades. He's my Batman, and that's cool. That's your Batman. My Batman is Adam West. But mm-hmm. I I love that Ben Affleck is coming back as Batman because he was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I don't know. That check must have been big. <laughs> or right. maybe, that, maybe that check will help him make it his next movie or whatever or pay for uh, his J-Lo stuff. But I, I don't know. But right. I'm, I, I thought Ben Affleck was awesome as Batman. I don't, I don't care. I agree, anybody man. He says. was... He was older. He was grittier. He he's so Ben Affleck Batman is based off of my personal favorite Batman in the comics, which is the Dark Knight Returns. Yes. When Batman gets really old, comes in. You're familiar. Shout out, see, that's why I fuck with Magnus, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, he comes out of retirement, ten years. You know what I mean, and and has to deal with deal with some shit. Uh. In the movie, you know, that shit is Superman. You know, he's not going to stand for it. He doesn't think it's a good idea that aliens are on this planet. They're causing too much destruction. And he feels a, a, almost a sense of uh, insignificance to a degree. If he, this is how I view it. This is my version of it, right? I feel like, uh, you know, with a Superman on the planet, you know what I mean? We're obsolete. We're we're no longer relevant. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that, that's kind of that's Lex Luthor's whole beef with the with with Superman is like now that they're here, we're no longer the top dogs on this earth. Like we have to do something. And I feel like that's kind of where the bat was coming from is like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to deal with this guy. I, he can't be trusted as Batman always is. He can't be trusted. Batman doesn't like. You know, he don't trust nobody, man. But I thought it was done excellent, man. Ben, he he just was he was brutal. He was perfect. He was done the suit with the gray and the, it was all beat up. And he had the giant bat like Dark Knight Returns. And he was a phenomenal Bruce Wayne as well. So, you know, and that Alfred was kind of gorgeous for an older guy. Like he, he was a handsome old ass Alfred. And I liked it. <laughs> I, my wife was like, why is Alfred giving me hot sex vibes right now? I was like, stop. <laughs> Look at Ben Affleck. He's huge. He's jacked. He's giving me weird sex vibes, you know? So it was a good movie, kids. It was a good movie. Go watch yeah. that if you haven't seen it. We, I, I just want more of that, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Warner Brothers and everybody and the DC stuff and everything. Because I, I always say this on our show as well. The animated stuff hits it out of the park more than the, the live action films. Agreed. Agreed but, 100%. There's a the new animated Batman one films. I want to watch. So I, I can't remember what it's called, but I, I want to check that new Batman one out. But I mean everything. I mean Marvel again. Marvel's in is in the lead, and it, it'll never lose that lead. I know the right. last couple of movies, people are like, oh, that movie wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the greatest. I mean, they're, they're still landing bashing uh, the last ant-man movie i thought it was cool i enjoyed it i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen. i hear kang was pretty incredible yeah it, it was good i wasn't really i don't know if you watched the loki series when when he first popped up into it i was like oh okay this actor's cool i loved him in creed 3 i thought he was awesome but i i don't know i don't know what, what they're doing i know they already have their 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 playbook open and this is what we're bringing you guys and i'll watch them all and i mm-hmm. I do like their their multiverse and what they're doing now so they can change it because it's not I I was like I think I said it on the show before but um I was always bashing all these comic book movies that's wrong this is wrong but now we got this multiverse where this is all new to us 
and right. these characters can change. Cool. All right. I'm with it now. So I, I go in there with an open mind now and just watch these films for what they are to enjoy. Just just give me a good film. I haven't. I mean, everyone was bashing Captain Marvel and all that. I thought they were fine. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I'm, it was dope. It was cool to see Blockbuster in Captain <laughs> Marvel. I thought that was amazing. Um, I agree with you, man, especially with your mindset going into just go in to have a good time and it's going to be a great film. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm excited for because, you know, with it being a multiverse, man, they're, they're getting they're about to reset the Avengers, not reset the storylines and thing. But there's going to be a new cast of Avengers because Tony Stark is stepping away. Captain Rogers is stepping away. So, like, they're about to bring in a new team and potentially one of those boys are going to be Spider-Man. I heard potentially we might get Daredevil from the Netflix series. I don't know, though. We'll see. I'm a big Daredevil fan. So, like, to have Daredevil in the Avengers would be absolutely incredible. But we're about to get a whole new Avengers. Avengers team on this next wave of Marvel, man, and that's going to be really cool to see. You I'm know, still waiting for the West Coast Avengers. When are we getting that? <laughs> he <laughs> said, "When are we getting ours?" That's they funny. hinted at it, but we never, we never got it. And I mean, shout out to um, Jeremy Renner. I know he he got hurt and everything, and I'm not sure if he's going to continue to be Hawkeye. Yeah, um, yeah, he he got pretty roughed up. He's actually in in the Reno area where where I work. So that really? it, it was all over the news and everything when when that accident happened, and I met him the one time, and he was awesome guy. I got to talk him up a little as we were walking off the plane. He was really cool. Uh, shout out to him. I hope he just gets better because we want to see him more of a Hawkeye. I, I like that TV I, show. I thoroughly, so I didn't get to finish the TV show. I love him as Hawkeye, but like my first movie of his was uh, what was that? Uh, Hurt Locker. And I thought he was I, I like him just as an actor in general. I uh, Jeremy Renner's pretty decent to me. So it, it's unfortunate that he's, you know, going through it right now. I, I'm not sure uh, as far as the specifics as to what happened to the man. But, you know, hopefully he gets well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think it was a, something to do with the snowplow kind of just ran mm-hmm. over him. He got got some things crushed, but he, he's alive. He's still with us. And I just hope he gets better and everything because uh, I'm not really sure if he's going to be able to walk. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hear uh, ABC News is over there doing a full story on, on what happened with him and everything. I think he's home now. I, I know he was in the hospital for That's a long good. time, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's at home now. But I don't know. We'll see uh, what's going to go on uh, with. I mean, Daredevil, the TV shows were awesome. And we are so good. It was cool that he he made a little cameo in that last Spider-Man movie. That was awesome. Uh, I want more of that. Give me more of that. I want more Luke Cage. I want more Iron Fist. I wasn't. Here's my I thing. Li- I liked is, those bro. ones. I know people didn't like mainly Iron Fist. I know people did hated that. He was all right. <laughs> I I agree with you. I liked the Netflix shows even more than the movies. The movies are great. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. They're phenomenal. But the grittiness, the rawness, the realness, the street level 
of Daredevil, Luke Cage, Punisher, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and then the Defenders. Like, it's no better than that. Like, these are our heroes. Guys like me and you every day, right? Yeah. You're not going to see Cap and Iron. They're not going to come save us, man. They're too busy fighting fucking Galactus and shit like that, man. You're going to see a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man swing up on you. Like, that's who's going to protect Luke Cage. If you were in Harlem, you're going to see him. Hell's Kitchen, you're going to see a Daredevil. Like, you're not going to see these other guys. These are the heroes that like are for us man these are our guys and like so i loved those shows so fucking much uh yeah i with a passion they were beautifully done the fucking fight scenes in daredevil were choreographed oh just so good man so good luke cage when he throws in the headphones and it's fucking wu-tang clan you know what i'm saying like come on it doesn't get any better than that man you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I I loved the Netflix shows, man. They were great. I, I kind of have a feeling if if Disney does more of those, they won't be mm-hmm. as edgy as Netflix did it. There's yes. a big chance that that's the case. Go ahead. Yes, they were superheroes, but they're they're. I think Disney will go more for the the, the special effects adventures and, and all that. It won't. It won't be the grittiness. It won't be the streetness. I mean, we, we won't get New York. We're going to get Disney's right. New York. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if they, if they ever continue. I know, again, like I said, everyone hated Iron Fist. I didn't mind it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was it? cool. Exactly. It wasn't when the we, best one yeah, out of the it, run, but like, go ahead. Go ahead. We went into the Defenders. I, I love the Defenders. Everybody was tearing yes. that show apart. Yes. I watched it. I watched it after the fact. And thinking because everyone was going, oh, it's so bad, it sucks, it's no good. These guys are horrible. I'm like, well, I already watched those other two shows. Let me watch this one. Mm-hmm. I watched it. And I was like, man, that was hella good because it tied right into Daredevil and everything. So mm-hmm. I was in for it. I, I was there for it. And and then I don't know. And then they sold it all. And then Disney Plus came out, and we're getting all those. But I, I don't know what they're gonna do with these characters. Obviously, they're at least pushing uh, Daredevil. So right. Matt Murdock, right. where we're going to get him. Um, and those characters now, uh, Luke Cage, I can't remember the, the actor's name. He's Luke Cage. Every t- everything I see exactly. him now, Luke Cage. That's Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just yeah, watched I this dumb movie with uh, him and uh, Gerard Butler when they were in this airplane and they crashed on this island or whatever. All I saw was Luke Cage. <laughs> but, That's um, hilarious. I, we can go on and on, everybody, about this and that and nerd out about this and that. I mean, you're definitely going to come on. So you need to come on E-Society and we can go on love to, to more love to <laughs> of this and that. But before we get out of here, everyone, uh, I got to go pick up my grandkids in a minute. <laughs> but um. Uh, Comic Con, K A H N, everyone. Comic Con podcast, uh, podcasts. Watch it on YouTube. Listen mm-hmm. to where. But how? Well, first of all, before we get out of here, well, how did you guys get into recording in a comic book store? Because I'm like, motherfucker, that's awesome. I would love to do that. But we don't have no comic so, stores where I'm at. <laughs> it just goes to show you, man. Like, you know what I mean when it comes to that, like. You miss every opportunity you don't try to, you know, shoot for. Uh, it was just a text message, man. I had been going down there to the shop, you know, picking up my books and shit. And I was like, uh, me and Jules were riffing the idea of like, hey, dude, let's start a comic book podcast. We had both recently gotten to collecting again. Uh, and we're like, I, this is what I want to talk about. Uh, a lot of my people know, like, I've recently stepped down from the Battle Rap League and things like that. And, you know, 
I'm more concentrating on things that make me happy. And that's podcasting and fucking superheroes and nerd shit. So I'm like, that's what I want to do. Jules, Jules, do you want to do this with me? Cause he had another show of his own and things like that, man. He's like, yeah. And so I just shot a text to the owner, man. Shout out to the owner. Really cool people up there, man. If you're ever in Tulsa, check out impulse creations guys. Um, yeah, man. And they just hit me back and like, fuck. Yeah. Let's you guys come to a show every Saturday noon. And so we locked in, man. And that's how that came together was nothing but a text message, brother. Uh, again, I will say every, you know, opportunity you guys don't try to go for like, shoot your texts, kids, shoot your fucking texts, man. I've gotten the coolest interviews, the coolest fucking, you know what I'm saying? Spots to podcast. That's how I got us on the Charlie. Just shoot a text. Try the worst. The people could say Kevin Smith married me and my wife. The worst people are going to say is a no, you know what I mean? And if that's, an, if that's the case, shoot another text somewhere else. Cause it's somewhere else cool to do whatever it is you're wanting to do. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's how that just, came together, man. A text message. Whatever is going, man, just as long as your toes are tapping, man, just keep it, man. The the struggle is real for all of us, but just keep it moving, man. Keep the mm-hmm. keep the party moving. It, it doesn't matter. It could be at home like me. That's where I, start. I started out in the dining room. Now I got my studio um, and it's it, it goes. It, it'll go everywhere. I mean, dude, I'm, now I know that you guys record on Saturdays. I'm going to have to come out there on a weekend and swing it. I- would love to have you. I think when we first started the show, I shot you a text about being on our show. Uh, do you remember this? Yeah, I, I, I want to be there in that comic book shop. I want you to be there, too. It'll be ten times better if Magnus is live and in fucking person, man. I'm telling you, was, I've experienced You were it. like, yeah, bring a couple books for you. I'm like, fuck. I mean, the only book that really pops to my head is um, I was a huge G.I. Joe, real American hero fan. Nice. Before that, before the series got stupid, when they brought in the bug people and, and all that. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, uh, my favorite ep- my favorite book story was the silent interlude when Snake Eyes, when we're first introduced to Storm Shadow, and we find out that Snake Eyes was a ninja, and I was like, "What the fuck?" That like blew my mind. <laughs> and I, That's I, incredible. I, I love all that stuff. I buy all my Snake Eyes stuff, the Storm Shadow, be it. Regular small little figures to Funko Pops to the bigger figures and everything. I'm I'm there for it. I mean, those are my two favorite characters. Those are my guys, and I'm a ride and die for Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. But I was trying to think of other books too. Man, there's there's so many books that that I grew up. Dark Knight, of course. I mean, that mm. one. Frank Miller's just blew my mind when that one came out. I mean, I love graphic novels. Uh, I think the last really series that I bought like every month was Walking Dead. I loved all that. Not a bad purchase at all. I need to. I I haven't been to a comic book store in a while. I I need to go in there and just look. And I want to start with something new, and then just just go. I might have to go back uh, for so, some stuff. Man, any questions you have, brother? You know what I mean. You know, holla at us, bro. The comic cons. Yeah. That's literally our job. Holla at me, bro. I will put you on. You tell me what you want, what you're looking for, what kind of itch you want to scratch in the pages of a comic, and I'm gonna find that for you. Uh, yo, last little thing, man. Uh, we're not gonna talk about it, but have you been watching The Last of Us? I watched the first episode. Okay. Uh, my son and uh, the Zisu and Heat Society, they were doing the wrap-ups a week. They're kind of behind, okay. but now the, the series is over. I said I wanted to be on their last, the last episode of the, of this season, mm-hmm. so I want to sit and watch watch it. So I watched the first episode, and I was okay. I played 
a little bit of the game when I was at the Zeaster's house. He was like, hey, man, you got to sit down and play so you know what's going on. Will I go back to the game? Probably not. I don't really have time to sit there and play the game. But I do have time to sit there and watch a good TV show. I love what's going on. Uh, I love the characters. I love the actor. Uh, what's his name mm-hmm. from The Mandalorian? He's badass. Pedro Pascal. Pascal I love or something. I, speaking of that, I need to watch a new episode of Mandalorian. Um I love everything that's going on, and they're, they're all these are zombies, and I'm like, are they? But I don't know. With today's <laughs> world, they're like new zombies and everything, because like everyone right. said, like Jerry Moreno, Jeremy Renner was in um, uh, was it 28 weeks later? And that 28 28, uh, 28 20, days has Cillian Murphy. I think it was 28 uh, weeks later or something. Then there's 28 weeks. The second, second one, because I remember he was in that. Um, everyone was like, oh, they're zombies. They're not zombies. They're just infected people. But that's me because I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm from the old schools, the George Romero zombies. Uh, anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to finish that show and, and we're going to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, just before we go, everyone, just let everyone know where they can uh, hear the show, watch the show, follow you guys, everything. For sure, for sure. Uh, real quick, whenever you do watch the show, man, shoot me a text. I just want to know your thoughts. Uh, kids, you guys can find us on all streaming platforms. Uh, just type in C-O-M-I-C-K-H-A-N-S podcast. That's Comic Cons podcast, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok on the way, kids. Shout out Russell Sun Eagle, man. He's inspired me to get the TikTok up and running. Comic Cons podcast. Check us out. We drop episodes every Friday at noon. We film every Friday, every Saturday at noon. Uh, we are your guys on the scene when it comes to all things nerdy, anime, video games, VHS tapes, figure collecting, comic books. Please holla at us, comment, let us know Magnus sent you kids. Thank you so much, Magnus, for having us on the show, man. Big love to you. Pleasure. It was a blessing to come finally, finally come and rock, man. Yeah, everyone, this is just a little, little tease of what we talk about. And because we could be here, this show could be a year long episode of just this. I did not know it was an hour until I checked early, until you had said something. (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we we can go on and on and on and on. I see all the awesome little figures you got there, your VHS tapes, your posters, everything. And you see all the crap that's behind me. And everything, yes, kids. We, we can be here all night talking about this and this and that and everything. I we didn't even dab tackle the rap battle stuff yet. I know you kind of stepped away from that, but I do want to know more of that. So you're welcome to come back on. We'll talk about that. I'll talk about my music career, Definitely. being an MC, a native indigenous native MC uh, back in the day. Haven't picked up the mic in a long time, but. Who knows? I mean, I, I watch you guys' videos, and I don't know if I could go in there and battle someone because my mind would just go blank, and I wouldn't even know what to say. But, oh, man. But, yeah, we, we still have a lot more to talk about, everyone. So, um, King, he will be back. And, uh, man, thank you so much, brothers. It's, uh, we've, we've potted before the shows that you are affiliated with, the live stuff. Uh, shout out to Definitely. your beautiful wife, Jo. Uh, amazing, you. amazing woman. Definitely check out her comedy um, what was your sister-in-law's name? <laughs> Alex? Alex Miller. Also, check out their podcast, guys. I got to plug up the wife, Soul Tap Podcast. So let's talk about everything podcast, all streaming platforms. Magnus, it was a blessing, bro, again, man. I know you heard me fangirl about you over there on the Classic Wolf Podcast, man. So to finally get to fucking sit with the man himself, it's an achievement. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so yeah. much, brother. Hey, man, thank you so much. I'll definitely come out because I do want to sit in there with you guys and record that comic book store. That's 
That's one of my bucket list things. I mean, if I seen a show, I can't remember the name of the show. It was down in Long Beach, and we went into this comic book store, and they had their little setup in the back. And I was telling my buddy Mike, I was like, "Dude, this is what I want to do." And now, now is my opportunity. I need to go. I need to fly out there to Tulsa. Give me, give me another reason to go to Tulsa. Uh, to go go hang out with you guys and everything so but all right everyone that is gonna be it this episode episode 140 um i do have another episode but i'm trying to figure out how i can up the volume with my new recorder because i didn't know what the hell i was doing when i was recording it but anyway we'll be back for more definitely east society is coming check out everything we got here on the network with East Society and all of the previous magnus podcast you got 140 episodes to listen to if you're new to the show um, shout out to everyone who listened to my last episode. I do got a part two to that coming. That'll probably be the next episode. I need to sit down and record it though. But uh, East Society, you can follow us everywhere: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Magnus Podcast as well. And I know it used to be Anchor, but now it's called uh, Spotify for Podcasters. So that. You can go there, search East Society or Magnez and listen to all the episodes that we have over there. So uh, thank you so much. And um, King Castro, brother, man, thank you so much. This is thank truly you, uh, amazing. Again, we, we've did, done this before, but finally for us to be here to nerd one out. One on one, man. To nerd out, was- nerd out about stuff we love. And like I said, everyone, we're not done. It's going to be on for more. We got so much more to talk about and everything but this is just a taste until the next time everyone so until then brother thank you so much much love to you and yours and everybody in the Tulsa area you guys rock I'll definitely be back and with that everyone please be safe out there it's a crazy world going on right now and we all got to live here together let's all live and love and be together as one so until next time everyone just remember to rock hard and skate fast (laughs) 